Wing off, but I'm still it like I'm filmic with the still stick flipping birdies real quick for the music. Get the meal quick to the table. Get your felt again. Remember how to feel shit. Take a real hit to the ego. Pill sip, no placebo. Now that chill shit you said you people make you real sick. Play the people. Now the hell shit becoming lethal. Hey, see I've been falling back. Watch a game from a distance. No please, ODs from the children. Uh, no fees, cold feet when it's finished. Uh, no peace in the streets that we live in. What's up, y'all? We are back. Episode 8 of the Forever Rich Podcast, Season 2. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed last week's episode, but we got another good one for you. Um, as always, as always. As always, yes, yes, yes. And this week, we're going to be covering some, a lot of sports topics this week, and we're reviewing, giving our reviews of the Donda Kanye West album, so that should be interesting. But we're going to talk a little about the NFL giving our predictions as we have opening week here uh, this weekend. And on Thursday, we get the defending champs, Tampa Bay against – they're playing Dallas, right? Dallas? Yep. On <clears throat> and against Dallas. And then we're going to talk a little bit about more sports. We got Cam Newton getting released from the Patriots. Crazy and very surprising. Uh, we're also going to cover a high school news sports uh, about a high school that uh, – lied to get on national television and then got blown out 58-0. The greatest finesse of 2021. Yeah, it's it's greater than Brittany Renner. But no, I I feel like that one is actually it you finessed and then you got exposed really bad. So, that'll be interesting and then obviously we'll cap it off with the Donda reviews. Um we're going to give a pretty good and in-depth Donda review each of us. Uh we took the whole weekend pretty much each of us up until today to listen to it give our thoughts really get into the weeds of it so it should be interesting but before we do that getting into the topics you already know we got our weekly recap so let my man talk about how his week was week was pretty good bro um just getting everything ready I uh, finally got an update on the bike, so just waiting on one piece, basically. It's on back order, so finally can stop talking back shit about Back order, that sounds really bad, though. That sounds like we'll be waiting for months. Yeah, probably, just because of stupid-ass fucking COVID. But at least ain't nobody riding my shit around town, just, you know, <laughs> me just out here looking stupid. I was stupid. hoping for someone to ride your shit around I know, town. I know. Um, and then just getting everything ready for the uh, party. Having getting ready for family to come over. Uh, college football is about to start, so I'm super excited for that. Fantasy football is about to start, so super excited for that. Um, it's a real good week, man. Just blessings. I just can't. There's nothing really to complain about. Um, mm-hmm. Other than Mars got her first battle wound the other day. <laughs> um, she thinks she's just too grown now, man. She was walking. She was in the bathroom with me while I was hanging up some clothes, and she was trying to get in the basket, and she slipped and fell, and had this big ass uh, bruise on her uh, head. It wasn't really did that Raven bad. Freak out? No, nah, I freaked out more than Raven did. I wow. freaked, and but the only reason why I freaked out was just because her she hit her head, but her nose started to bleed. So I was like, "What the hell?" So I was like, kind of a little worried, just because of the. I was like. I've never hit my head and my nose bleed. So I was a little freaked out, not going to lie, but got it checked out. Everything's all good and 
you know, she's back to being herself, bossing me around, you know, making sure I'm on my P's and Q's. So other than that, it's a pretty good week. What about you, bro? Um, let's see, what did I do? Just tended to the lawn. Uh we got a little bit of that storm, the uh Hurricane Ida. We got a little bit of the side effects. So I think it was it Tuesday. Tuesday it was pouring down raining. Uh, most of the day <clears throat> and speaking of uh, ida you know uh hope everyone that's in the louisiana area is safe uh, if you lost any loved ones or anything like that you know condolences but it seems like it hit pretty hard over there um let's see but uh it was pretty shitty weather on tuesday and then uh just been working other than that uh fourth of july we are uh, not fourth of july labor day weekend this week think i'm not gonna do the barbecue i just decided oh, <laughs> i decided oh, it was man, just too much shitty you backed out like it, was last minute. Too, it was just too much work man maybe i'll change my mind but i just was like thinking about it i was just like i just don't want to stand up cooking all day like i just feel like a barbecue is cool when like i said last week like when you attended it's cool man but hosting one is a bitch like it's just because it's just because you by yourself you don't have no help so if you had help it'd be a little bit easier yeah i I agreed like i mean i had a bunch of i mean if i was gonna do it like i have a few people that would come help but i feel like if you're hosting it like you know that's on you you know if you're inviting people over you know at least a prep you know that's on you that but We'll see. I might get into something though this week it, weekend. It's going to be really nice, so I might definitely hit out get get out and ride. I have not ridden my bike actually in, in a while. It's just been so much rain and stuff, and it's a hassle to ride to work because of the stupid rules on base. So um, yeah. that's one thing I'm looking forward to uh, Mars's birthday because my mom is cooking greens, boy. So I'm gonna be like, oh, oh, that sounds good. Yeah, it does. That really good, mm-hmm. but. Fourth so. of July. Uh, why do I keep saying Fourth of July? What the hell? Bro, why are you Labor Day weekend. Yeah. yeah, I want to. I want it to be Fourth of July. Labor Day weekend. So everyone uh, have a safe Labor Day and enjoy. If you're at a barbecue, you know, why don't you throw on the Forever Rich podcast in the background, soothing, yeah. soothing sounds while you eat. Get some laughter, and you know, I know everybody yeah. be thinking we funny as hell. So yeah, I, I go ahead and so do too. that. Yeah. Got a lot of episodes and content. We got hours worth of content. So, you know, you. you we just dropped the that whole part. Barbecue. We just dropped that part two, too. So. Yeah. 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 Go ahead and got listen all to All of season some... one. All of eight episodes of season two. You got a lot to listen to. Got a lot mm-hmm. to listen to. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's our recap. So I guess we can start and get into the first topic, which is we'll start with the NFL predictions since it's. NFL weekend. We'll we'll give the NFL its time to start. So we got the NFL starting back up. Yes, it's been a long time. Yeah, since February they've been off. So, and it seems to be everything will be back on schedule and all the games and stuff with COVID protocol. But we were gonna do our predictions for each. Um, conference, who we think is going to make the playoffs, and our early Super Bowl predictions. So I'll let the NFL extraordinaire over there go first, you know, since he, uh, you're the in depth man on the NFL. All right. Well, Starting with whatever division you want, who do you got? 
All right, so we'll start with the NFC. So I'll go north, east, southwest. Never eat soggy waffles, so that's how we're going to do it. So NFC North, I got the Green Bay Packers winning it, of course. Um, No question, no brainer with Aaron Rodgers. They added uh, Randall Cobb back to the to the scene so that offense is going to be firepower hopefully the defense picks up just a little bit then you got I got uh, Minnesota making the playoffs I think they're gonna a lot of people sleep on them but they're gonna be with Dalvin Cook back and healthy and then they they got Justin Jefferson that's gonna be a good one-two punch um Detroit no they they're gonna lose they're gonna be the bottom of that division (laughs) Chicago, I won't lie and say that I'm kind of rooting for Chicago. I'm a big uh, Justin Fields fan. I think if he gets on the squad and they play pretty well, that they they would be a playoff team, but I'm still on the fence with them. NFC East. So, of course, I hate the Cowboys. So they will never, ever be number one. So I don't have them winning. Uh, I don't think. Dak is 100% healthy, and I think that's going to hurt them because they're going to rely on uh, Zeke too much. So I got Eagles winning it. I think this is going to be the year that the Eagles are finally healthy. Um, So if they can stay healthy, they're pretty good. And kind of low-key room for Jalen Hurts just for the simple fact that a lot of people, like, disrespect him, my man. Like, he's just chopped liver. Um, So got Eagles winning it. Dallas is on the fence of making the playoffs, and I think that the Giants is just – they're not there yet unless Saquon just goes, has one of those Adrian Peterson after ACL torn type season. I don't see it really happening. And then Washington, they're a decent team, but I don't think they're off – their quarterback play is going to be highly questionable right now. And, you know, Fitzpatrick's magic – comes and goes and then I don't think they're fully confident in the backup that Heineck Heineck kid. Don't know, can't say his last name, but so I got them slightly under uh Dallas, but those are how who I have for the NFC East. Yes, it's the worst division in the world. People try to make it seem, sound like it's the hardest and toughest. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> NFC South you got the defending champs winning that. It's no brainer. They returned everybody stronger than ever. Added new pieces. You really, unless injuries, knock on wood, unless injuries happen, then there's no way that they they lose a stride. New Orleans. That's gonna be an interesting one, just because uh, Winston. He played pretty decent in the preseason, but when it's all on the line, how well does he play? Does he go back to the one where he throws for 5,000 yards but also throws for like 30 interceptions? Or he plays like he did at Florida State where he was, you know, pretty decent. So that defense will get them to the playoffs. So it's just how, how, how good would they actually be? Um, New, uh, so Carolina Panthers, nah, they 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 need a lot of work. Even though they got my boy Sam Darnold, 
I think they need more some more offensive weapons. Uh, McCaffrey can't do it all on his own, especially coming off an injury. And then Atlanta, I think Atlanta's on a rebuild. Their defense was horrible all last year. I, I don't think they got really significant on the defensive side. I mean, they got Kyle Pitts, who, you know, they're going to be feeding pretty much. But I don't believe in Matt Ryan. Just not my not my forte. So um, I have Tampa, New Orleans. Uh, that was everybody for. Yeah, then. Now you're in the AFC. So then I have Atlanta and then Panthers who's finishing lap. Now to me, NFC West is the hardest and most difficult division in all of NFL. Um oh, you didn't cover this. Yet. I think that the 49ers, if they can come all back healthy, that they're gonna be the team to beat because defensively they have the formula. Offensively they just missed some key players and North Cal team. So I got a root for the North Cal. Um, then I have LA. LA is going to make huge strides this year. Seattle. It's going to be Seattle. So, you know, they're going to get at least 10 wins. And then Arizona too. That's why I think that it, this is probably the hardest one. Cause it might be a chance that like three of these teams do make the playoffs and um, it's a dog fight for all of them. So it's like, this is the only one that I can't give you. I, I believe that the Niners are going to win the division, but this is literally a free for all. Everybody can do what they need to do. So um, that's what I have for the NFC West for the AFC North. I have Baltimore winning it. I think that, yeah, wow. Baltimore. I think Baltimore uh, added some pieces to help Lamar Jackson with receiving because, you know, that's the only element that he's missing. And then I have Cleveland. Yes, the <laughs> Cleveland Browns making the playoffs as well as the Pittsburgh Steelers. But I don't think Pittsburgh is going to have your – usual 10 game winning seasons i think you guys are just gonna be like on the cusp and honestly the only reason why it has nothing to do with you it's your bum ass quarterback ben roethlisberger like i don't believe in him ben i don't believe in him at all so i personally believe that he is going to do enough but not do too much and then NFC East, I got Buffalo winning it. I think Buffalo is making huge strides. Um, then I got the Dolphins. I think Dolphins are a playoff team. Um, then I think that uh, New England's like right behind them. Uh, Mac Jones has been playing pretty well, but I'm not hugely sold on. Mac Jones, and I think of people are a little riding his, you know what, a little too hard. So I'm waiting for the season to start to give my final prediction on him. But and then New York Jets are going to be the New York Jets. They're not going to. They're not. They need way too much. To got your boy though. Who? The quarterback. No, he's in Carolina. Oh, he got traded. Yeah, he signed with them instead. 
Um, and then we go to the AFC South. I got Tennessee. Maybe Indy might do well, depending on how Wentz does. Uh, Houston. It's going to be a rough season for us here. You know, unless they, you know, they might get Cam Newton. Maybe Deshaun will play. Who knows? Nah, they're going to trade him eventually, but I don't think they have what they need in order to win a lot of games. Maybe I could be wrong, but. And then yeah, Jacksonville. Last year too, so. Yeah, Jacksonville is going to be Jacksonville. So they're not. Urban Myers is not going to do a huge turnaround. And then AFC West, you got Kansas City. And then I believe San Diego is a possible playoff team. Oakland might be. Uh, and then Denver. I don't think so, just because AFC would probably be one of the hardest divisions for Denver just because you got Kansas City. Those are automatically two losses. And then San Diego can get a game. Oakland can get a game. So that's at least four games right there that you're losing. So I don't know. So those who I have in for the divisions. And then for my pre-Super Bowl or preseason prediction for Super Bowl, I have, um, I'm going to go with Tampa, of course. You guys already know why. I don't go against goats. Um, I do believe that Kansas City is not going to make it this year. Hmm. I actually believe that Baltimore finally gets off that hump. (laughs) Wow. Okay. And the reason why I say that is just because it's hard to stay consistent and make it every year. You know what I'm saying? Like we always but talk. Tom does it. He doesn't make it to the Super Bowl every year, though. Virtually, I mean, like maybe one season, two max, and then he's back. Yeah, so it's there. As good as Patrick Mahomes is, it's a, it's going to be a year where they're not they're not going to have the right elements. I don't believe. I could be wrong. But that's just my um, predicament. I think Baltimore defensively still it's always going to be consistent. Offensively, they got a hell of a running game. I know they lost J.K. Dobbins, but they got Gus Edwards. They got a, a good – they got Jeremy Hill. They got a good running core. So, you know, they can always run the ball. They got a good tight end. It just really comes down to their – uh, receivers and if their receivers can finally hold on to a fucking football and give you know the defense make the defense back up just a little bit for Lamar to do what Lamar needs to do then they're gonna they're gonna be successful I personally believe so Baltimore right. versus Tampa and you know I can't go against the goat so so Tom Brady getting ring number eight yeah Okay. All right. Well, it's my turn. Mm-hmm. So I'll start in the NFC as well. I'll start with the NFC East. So clearly, yes, the worst division in football. But I actually think Dallas is the best team in this division. Um, not a Cowboys fan at all, but looking at the rest of the rosters, and I mean, Washington was okay, but only because the rest of the division was just bad. And they were able to win the two games against everybody else. And that really just came down 
what came down to it. But looking at the roster, I got Cowboys winning that division. If Dak and Zeke play, you know, their game, I can see them winning 10 games. Um, but if they don't, then I, I could see them going eight. Well, they got the hardest like division and they got the hardest uh, season this year, I believe. Yeah. But I mean, like Dallas isn't bad, though. It, it's just I don't know what's wrong with them. Like their roster is good. And then they had some decent draft. What was that? Uh, Micah Parsons, did, who they yeah. drafted? Micah. Yeah. Micah yeah. I think he's going to be a good player. And, you know, CeeDee Lamb and all them boys, like I, I think they're going to be good. At some point, you know, I just don't know when that is. So maybe it's this year, but I think they're good enough to win that division. Coming in second, I got Washington and then the Eagles and then New York as the bottom. I just think the Giants, I I agree. I think the, I agreed with you. I think the Eagles are going to be healthy this year. And then, and I think that's the only reason why the Eagles have been as bad as they were. But I just don't think the Giants didn't make any improvements. And then I don't know what Saquon really is going to do this year. He got hurt last year. I don't know how good he's going to come back. So if he doesn't come back, I mean, they're pretty much trash. So there you go. Go into the NFC West. This one really, I, I wrestled with this one. For Telling like you it's the best division. It's the best yeah, division. I agree. Solid 20 minutes. Last year. Every team had a winning record virtually besides 49ers. And that's and just because of injuries. And yeah, that was mostly because of injuries. So I'm going to say winning the division, I'm actually going to go with Arizona. I think they want, I, I think they did a lot of good moves and added some weapons. They got, uh, what's his face from Houston? JJ Watt. Yeah, and they still have um, um, Larry Fitzgerald. They still have uh, they, they they still have weapons. So I think that mixed with their quarterback, they'll win. They were gonna win a lot of games. They went eight and eight last year, so they're on the up and up. Then I got Seattle at number two. Russell Wilson, you know, Seattle probably gonna win ten games. Russell Wilson proves he's proven himself every year. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. So. After that, I'm going L.A. Rams, and then bottom out, I'm going with the 49ers. Uh, I know 49ers drafted up for um, Trey Lance. What's his face? Huh? Trey Lance. Yeah, Trey Lance. I don't know if he's going to be any good. Um, he'll probably be better than Garoppolo, but we'll see. I think they'll be going back and forth with that for most of the season, and whoever it's either they're going to whoever start. gets on the losing streak long enough i will say we'll get we'll get kicked and then the other person will get the starting job they're going to start jimmy as long as they can until they feel that trey is better and then they got to stay with trey if you go back then you just you might as well trade trey and jimmy both well we'll see maybe they'll sign cam newton or something but um next nsc north obviously green bay um, Chicago, uh, Green Bay, obviously because Aaron Rodgers, and they did add a bunch of weapons. That division really isn't that great. After that, I'm going with the Bears, and then Vikings, and then Lions. Um, most of that that division really didn't do much, but the Bears aren't bad though. They may be surprising this year. 
They just need a quarterback. Yeah, really. That's all they need. They got defense, but no no consistent offense. That's their problem. Um, NFC South, obviously Tampa Bay. I'm I'm done going against Tom Brady. He's embarrassed me like two years in a row now going against him. So I'm done betting against Tom. Super Tom, obviously. Even though they did not win the division last year, um, I think the Saints losing Drew Brees, obviously. And now they're going between Taysom Hill or Jameis Winston, and neither one of them are that great. So one throws a lot of interceptions, and the other one is just a gadget guy. So I don't see them, you know, having a whole lot of success like they did last year. Not nowhere near twelve and four. I think they're probably going to be nine and six, uh, type something like that. Um, Panthers. And then the Falcons, obviously, they're not that good. Matt Ryan, they just score a lot of points. That's the only way the Falcons beat you is by scoring a lot of points. So. They don't got a Julio no more either, though. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah. They are weapons, and they have to score to beat you, so uh, they don't play any defense. Moving to the AFC East, this is, this this one I had to kind of wrestle with, too. Um, obviously, Buffalo's the best with Josh Allen and, you know, sh- showing that he's nasty with the arm now and stuff like that. But, um, and the Dolphins had a decent year last year with Tua. And so I, I don't know if Tua takes that next step, if they still start him, he takes that next step. I, I think the Dolphins might be pretty decent. They've been bad for so long that they, they're like the Browns. They've been bad for so long, and they've got so many like top tier draft picks that like they have to be good at some point. So they had a decent year last year. So I'm just thinking that they improve on that. Tua takes the next step. Maybe they go twelve and four. I don't know. Um, Ooh. Pretty close to Buffalo. I don't think they'll be thirteen and three. But who's twelve? I'll, and four? I'll I'll give them eleven and five or twelve and four. Who? Uh, Dolphins. Oh, okay. They're positive. Dolphins. Positive. Patriots. Um, I think in so Matt Jones starting now. He does look ready. I'm not gonna lie, he does look ready. Um, especially all the stuff I'm hearing about that practice game where he went 35 for 40, something like that. And then one of them, though that is a practice game, you know, that's still impressive. Um it, the Patriots have a lot of faith in them if, if they're going to cut Cam f- to keep him. So they must see something that I don't. But hey, it's Bill Belichick. He knows how to coach. He'll he'll win games. That's what he does. Like as much as people want to give Tom all the credit, you know, for that Patriots dynasty, it was just as much Tom as it was Belichick. The coaching is a one there, and Tom took those you know, that tradition and the way he led that team and just moved it to Tampa Bay. And you see that if you take that formula, it works in other places too. As long as you surround, you know, you're a quarterback with players to actually throw to. That was really the only reason why Tom left because they didn't want to give him any weapons. But um, No, it's because they didn't want him. I mean, they didn't want him, but also they didn't want to give him any weapons. I mean, like, you, you look at... Even when Tom doubled down in what he won MVP, 
and they won the Super Bowl, you know, like he still had a decent amount of receivers. And then like the next year, he just had nothing. They literally just had like straight people out of the stands, like virtually. And I mean, that's the Patriot way, but they can't keep doing that with, because they don't have Tom anymore. So I, I think they'll, but they'll be better than they were last year. They had a lot of COVID issues and stuff like that. So, and they don't have a bad defense either. They're kind of a defensive oriented team now. So, so I got Buffalo, Dolphins, Patriots, and then Jets just straight trash. They were two and fourteen last year. They'll probably be about the same this year. AFC West, I got Chiefs. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes. He's got a million and one weapons. He's still in his prime. Still young. His weapons are still young. And it's going to be good for a long time, man. You're going to be seeing a lot of the Kansas City Chiefs. If you're not a Kansas City fan, I'm sorry because if you're for any other team in that division, because they're going to win that division probably for like the next five years. So um, next, I'm actually going to go with Denver going in second. Um, they had a lot of injuries last year. People didn't really talk about them, but Denver has a very, very, very good defense. And if you don't remember, they dominated the uh, Super Bowl against Cam. They dominated the Super Bowl. And really, they're just a quarterback away from being a really good team. So I'm actually going to say Denver. Is Bridgewater the answer? No. But I think they can do enough to win enough games. Um, I don't think Oakland is that good, to be honest. That that's, uh, I just don't think they're that good. They won 8-8 eight and eight last year, and that was really by the skin of their teeth. And then the Chargers, I, I just, Chargers just are the Chargers. They don't really – that's your old team. He's sleeping on them, though. All right. I mean, uh, they may impress me. What's his name? What's uh, Herbert? That boy. We'll see. That boy, nice. Right. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. And they, ASC North. They lost. They should have won a lot of games. They they lost close games. Like if you go back and look at the Chargers this season, it was like they lost like I think like four or five games by like three points or less. So this is gonna sound dumb. Is Philip Rivers still there? No, bro, he re- he's retired. Okay. He went to in, right, Indianapolis right. last year and then retired. So okay, okay, he was on the calls last year. Yeah, that's right, that's right. right. Who's the starting quarterback there? Justin Herbert from. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. And that boy can sling. Refresh. Yeah, I had to refresh my memory there. So, so, I mean, okay, okay. Now I'm thinking. Yeah, maybe, maybe, man. I'm keeping my, I'm keeping myself locked in. But if if Chargers won more games than Denver, I wouldn't be surprised. But I just think Denver's defense is better. But that's just my opinion. All right, moving on to AFC North. I was really torn here. Though I am a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, you know, like I, I want to pick them to win the division. So not because I'm a fan, but because I feel like they have the most approved this year, to be honest, in that division. So, and I know you're not a fan of him, but I think Ben is going to have a really good year this year. Lost a little bit. Do you, <laughs> want to put a, a, do you want to put a wager on that? <sighs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm willing to do that. All right. I'm willing to do that. If I lose, if he has a good year. What would you consider a good year? That's that's very, He has to be in the top five. Top five quarterbacks in the league? Yeah. 
Okay, I'm not taking that. <laughs> That's not a good bet. Ben's way too old to be in the top five. I, uh, top eight. I'm not doing top ten because he could barely he can squeeze in at a ten slot. Top eight. Okay, hold on. Let me think. Let me think. Mahomes, Brady, Deshaun's not probably gonna play this year. Okay, it takes away him. Uh, Josh Allen's better than Ben. Ben's better than Baker. He can do that. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. Please uh, is retired. Okay, we're good there. He's not better than Russell Wilson. Okay. Let me get top nine. <laughs> I'll give you top nine. I'll give you top okay. nine. Okay. I think he can squeeze in that top nine. Uh, top nine. If he if I lose, I will buy a Ben Roethlisberger jersey. Oh, okay. I'll take that. All right. If I lose, uh, t- hmm. So you don't have a team, so um. You have to buy a Baker Mayfield jersey and wear it on an episode. Oh, uh, okay, deal. All right, y'all heard it. That's y'all a deal. I agree. We agree. So there you go. But so back to what I'm picking. Uh, I got Pittsburgh winning the division. Um, I just think out of like no bullshit, Pittsburgh's got is the best coach team in that division. Um. Mike Tomlin is just a beast. He's a monster coach. Doesn't matter really what roster he has. He always finds a way to win. Um, we drafted some decent players. So if we can get a running game, I mean, we did go 11-0 last year in the initial. But, you know, we have good defense. We, towards the end, tailed off because of injury. So if everyone comes back healthy and we're well coached, I, I think we can win that division. Um but right behind us, if we don't, Baltimore's right there. Um, Lamar Jackson, what can what, what literally can you not say good about him? He's literally top four best quarterbacks in the league, maybe, depending on what your taste for a quarterback is. But he's in the top five, at least. Um, and the Ravens are just another well-coached team. They won 11-5 last year. Along with the Browns going eleven and five last year, um, if it's going to be close, like that second and third place probably will have either the same record or like one win difference. Like I think all the the top three teams are going to be within one or two wins of each other. So I can see um, that. I'm I'm basically saying that it will fall the same way as last year. So Steelers, Ravens, Browns, and then the Bengals are trash. So, I mean, they did draft uh, Joe. Is Joe Bur- no? That was last year. Joe Burrow. They got a. Uh, Who'd they draft this year? I don't even know. I can't remember his first name, but it's Chase. I think it's Jordan Chase out of LSU. He's a receiver. He, he okay. He was on the team with uh, Burrow when they won the Natty last two years ago. Okay. Well, I don't know if Joe Burrow will be any better than he was last year. He was not too great. So they don't have an offensive line. Yeah, they don't have shit. So he'll probably just continue to get sacked and they'll just go four and eleven. And then rounding it out, AFC South. This one was another one where I was like, mm, none of these teams are really that good. Um Tennessee, man. It's the only good one. Tennessee, yeah, pretty much got it. Tennessee or the Colts. I don't know what will happen with the Colts without Phillip Rivers. 
I don't know who they're going. Who's they got, their future? They got Wentz. So yeah, they'll be trash. Um, <laughs> yes, Carson. Yeah, that's right. They did get Carson Wentz. Walk it to him, as as Uncle Uncle Shay calls him. Um, yeah, he's trash. So uh, he's just injury prone, man. He just gets you tap him, he gets hurt. So I'm sure he'll get hurt, and then I have no idea who the backup is. But he's probably garbage too. I think it's so, uh, it's some new. It's two new cats because it's not. Uh, I think it was Bessonette. It's not him no more. It's uh, it's Ellinger from Texas and some dude named e- Eason, Eason or some shit like that. But mm. they're garbage. That, yeah. And then Texans will win more games than Jacksonville. I mean, Jesus, Jacksonville was one in fifteen. I didn't even realize they were that bad last year. One in fifteen. How can you be that bad? Um, <laughs> that's almost as bad as Browns. Uh, but yeah, Jacksonville rounding out the bottom. You know, the Colts, man. Ever since thinking, speaking of the Colts, ever since they uh, Andrew Luck retired, man, they just. Have not been the same, man. That was my guy, though. Just random thought. But Andrew Luck was my dude. Like, he was so nice coming straight out of college. That dude was damn near Peyton Manning 2.0 and just retired randomly. I just don't understand that. But, um, he was injury prone, taking a lot of hits. Yeah. He did take a lot of hits, but he, that boy was nice. So there we go. And then my Super Bowl predictions is, like I said, for the NFC, can't bet against Super Tom. He uh they have pretty much the same roster as last year, so I don't see them not making uh the Super Bowl. But for the AFC, I was torn. I felt like it was either gonna be Kansas City or someone from the AFC North. Um but I'm gonna go with Kansas City again. I think they're just they're prime they they want another rematch with Tom. That's what they want. Like, I feel like Mahomes is like deep down. He's like, man, you know, like you know, you have like that one guy that beats you, and you're like, you want to beat him really bad. And I feel like that's the way Mahomes is. Like, he's a competitor. So I feel like not only is he gonna come out this year and just try to have a ridiculous season, not like he doesn't every single year, but I feel like his goal now is just to beat Tom. Like, that's what's in his mindset. That will. I mean, that's all he has left to do. I mean, he's the best quarterback in the league Basically. by far. I mean, all he can do now is beat the best quarterback of all time and try to submit his legacy and get himself a second ring. So I'm going Tampa-Kansas City rematch with this time Kansas City coming on top. You never <laughs> learn. You never No, learn. no, is it? Look, it's, never learn. I'm just I'm not betting against Tom this time. I'm betting against I'm just saying Mahomes will be too much for Tampa Bay in general. Like the reason why Tampa won the Super Bowl is because their defense was A one. They had probably one of the best defensive games they've ever played. I just don't think they can do that twice in a row to Mahomes. You'll learn. You'll learn. <laughs> so that's my prediction. Um hopefully I won't be Embarrassed once again by Tom. I'm sorry, Tom. I know I said I wasn't gonna go bet against him, but I, I I'm picking him to go to the Super Bowl again. So, but you're betting against him. Uh, I, I just 
something telling me Mahomes getting another ring. I don't know. But we'll see. But that's our NFL predictions. We went a little bit long there for sure on that one. But it was we wanted to give y'all a good like in-depth of what we thought was gonna happen. Real good breakdown. So now you guys, you know, next this time, you know, at the end of playoff times, you guys can go back and be like, you know, I remember when A B said that uh the Broncos were gonna win ten games and they won three. You know, now it's video proof. And then me and good old uh, B-Rabbit get to see your ass in a Baker Mayfield jersey. Guys, you will not see me in a Baker Mayfield jersey, but you will get to see King Diamond in a Big Ben jersey. That's what you're going to get to see because Ben going to make the top nine. Come on, Ben, you got this. Okay, I, I, before we go, I, I do annul something. The bet is null and void if he gets hurt. No. That's not fair, then. He can't prove that he's in the top nine. That's fine. Uh, I mean, you're going to try to, you know, scam your way into <laughs> I'm not scamming my way. I'm just saying that if he gets hurt, then how can we judge if he was top nine or not? Like, what if he gets hurt game two and he's out for the season? Bro, use every excuse you need to use in order uh, to. I'm not using any excuses, man. I'm just saying. I want no Okay, I don't want no. He get hurts and he's out for two weeks, and then he comes back, and then he'd be like, oh well, if he would have played those two games, he missed, then he would have been in the top nine. <laughs> All right, if he misses more than three games back to back, then the bet's null and void. He gonna be out the first game of the season. What you talking about? No, he shouldn't be. Yeah, he is. Who they play? Who do y'all play? On the opener. Yeah. Uh, let's see. L, that's all you need to know. <laughs> no, no, not think, even going to be an L. I think y'all have a good year just because uh, Najee Harris. He's gonna have we got a- Buffalo. Ooh, the opener. That's a rough one. Better hope my boy Najee Harris has a really good game because if he don't have a good game, it's going to be a long We got day. a pretty rough year. We got Buffalo. Raiders, Bengals, Packers. We play the Packers this year. Broncos, play the Seahawks, Browns, Bears, Lions, Chargers, Bengals, Ravens, Vikings, Titans, Chiefs. Got the Chiefs on Christmas, a day after Christmas. Browns and then Ravens. To finish yeah, it out. It's going to be a rough year for you, but let's, let's continue. Let's continue. Uh, so we're going to move on. And, uh, Get to the next two segments. So, continuing the NFL talk, we had um, a surprise out of the blue um, surprise of Cam Newton being released from the Patriots. Um, that was super shocking. Um, after going back and forth in the preseason uh, with Mac Jones for that starting spot, I at least figured that you know he would. If he didn't win the starting spot, he would at least be the backup for the year, you know. But he's not even going to be on the roster. So, what are your thoughts on Cam the Man being cut? Man, man went from MVP to being cut. It's crazy. It's because he wasn't going to get his COVID vaccine, and he wasn't playing up to par. Up, like he wasn't playing old Cam type ball. I highly believe that. Um, He's not a backup, so it was highly unlikely that he was going to be a backup for the New England Patriots or anybody. 
in my personal opinion. Uh, I do believe he might come down to Houston. I really do. I think that uh, since, you know, the whole Deshaun Watson saga is not looking too well for him. And, you know, Tyrod Taylor is a pretty good quarterback. But if you can get Cam Newton at a pretty decent, at a cheap rate with that arm and that talent, I mean, why wouldn't you take him? So um, if he goes to Houston, I'm, I'll, I'll buy me a Cam Newton jersey, boy. Like, I'll tell you that for sure. Um, I'll definitely be rooting for him. Uh, I just feel like he's just got a bad deck of cards right now. He got a bad hand right now, man. Like, he just can't catch a break. So that's how I feel about it. Um, I was looking deep into the weeds of it this week, and I do agree that most of it is – I think all of it's due to the, um, the COVID vaccine. Um, specifically because I don't think Cam played that bad. Uh, and he wasn't playing as well, but you're going, you're picking a rookie quarterback that's not played one pro snap over a former MVP and a former Super Bowl. I mean, he went to the Super Bowl as well. And that to me, you have to, there has to be something, another reason why you would do that. You're not just going to do that just, I mean, like, I know Bill Belichick is one of those people that's like, I'm going to prove my point, but that's just dumb. Like, you're, you, st- if Matt Jones is trash and he's horrible, he's like Cordell Stewart or something like bad, uh, you're going to need somebody, you know, to go to. And now he has, I don't even know who the third string is, but yeah, I mean, probably not, probably not good. So, you you're going you're putting all your faith in Matt Jones and what if he's garbage? At oh. least you would have had Cam to fall back on. It's Brian so, Mo- Hoyer. Brian Hoyer uh, is like a, a yeah, New England veteran though. He knows yeah. that system in and out. Yeah. So, I mean, like I said, yeah, you're betting on Matt Jones, but if he's not good, then you have nobody and you'll be really bad this year. Um, you thought you guys were bad last year. Wait till you have Ryan Hoyer play a whole season for you starting as quarterback. You'll be awful. So that's crazy. But I just think it's because he won't get vaccinated, Cam. And that's kind of – it's dumb on his part because, like, he got COVID last year. And, you know, like, if you – and he was out a lot because of COVID. Like, he got COVID and he had COVID symptoms a couple times and stuff like that. Like, look, man, if – if I'm an NFL player, like, this is a million-dollar business, and you can get cut at any time, and you won't get a cent. If they're like, you need to get vaccinated, I'm going to just suck it up and go get vaccinated. Fuck it. Uh-huh. Like, I- I'm not going to sit here and play these games, but like, I don't want to get vaccinated and blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm taking my ass down to the nearest CVS, Walmart, wherever. I'm getting fucking vaccinated. It's simple as that. Like, I'm not about to cry uh be like well i don't want that in my body and when i got millions of other people got it people in the nfl got it and your job's on the line for it like and you're gonna get cut it probably by every team if you don't because the patriots are starting this where they're like look everybody's gotta be vaccinated you don't think other teams are gonna start and the nfl is gonna start doing that yes they're gonna start mandating that as well the nfl run just like the military right they're going to be like, look, everybody got to get vaccinated. If you don't get vaccinated, cut. 
you're done. Get the fuck out of here. We'll get somebody else to play linebacker who will get vaccinated. It's just as simple as that. To it's a, a certain machine. extent. To a certain extent. Obviously, like you can't replace like your top, 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 top tier players. Like obviously you can't find another Patrick Mahomes. But I don't think Patrick Mahomes would be dumb enough to be like, I'm not about to get vaccinated. So and I'm not calling people who don't want it vaccinated. Just in that situation, it makes no sense to me. Like, if you're out a regular person outside, whatever, and your job's like, you don't want you to get vaccinated, and you don't want to do it, I mean, that's fine. But you, you also, we under, understand we don't make millions of dollars working at our places. This is different. And it's a hard transition for them. You get kicked out of the NFL. Where do you go from there? You know what I'm saying? Like you, you went from making $10 million a year to maybe making, who knows, depending on what your degree is, if you got a degree, if you've invested well. You know, so in their situation, you know, you got to go roll with the punches, but that's where the money is. So I don't know why I think Cam needs to suck it up and get vaccinated. Um, that's one. And then two, where he's going to go, I do think Houston would be a good, good spot. I think any team really that's kind of like iffy with a rookie quarterback, you know, would be a good spot for Cam. Um I'm sure Cam wants to win, so I'm sure he's going to be looking to try to get on a team that's not bad but needs uh, a quarterback. Maybe like Chicago, they need a quarterback. 49ers might need a quarterback. You don't know, but they're good teams already. Denver um, needs a quarterback. So maybe teams like that who are got a young guy in there right now, but they're not real sure, then you, know, you always have a surefire backup. That I mean, Cam can win you. He's not... 2015 Panthers cam, but he'll can win you a couple games for sure. You know, so cam, you know, I, I just feel like, man, just, Hey, be smart. You know, you gotta be, think about, you know, your career as a whole before you make a choice. You know, maybe he wanted to get cut for the Patriots. You know, I, I've heard a few people say he wanted to get cut. So he didn't want to fight for the role as a starter. I mean, that's possible as well, but Whatever the case, man, if it's about being vaccinated, which is what I, I think it is, just get vaccinated. You know the NFL is going to force it on you guys at some point. So why sit there and lose money over it? Just get vaccinated. You know, Save yourself the trouble. Find yourself a good team to play on and maybe win something or go back to the playoffs or something. Don't You're, you're too good of a player to be wasting your talents on the sidelines. That's for sure. I so. agree. I agree. But that's the Cam Newton talk. Do y'all think, uh, how are y'all feeling about Cam getting cut? How are y'all feeling about the NFL season this year altogether? Um, who's y'all's favorite teams? Let us know in the comments. For real, man, let us know. Um, who y'all got going to the Super Bowl? Chime in. Like we always say, we always want to hear um, your guys' opinions and thoughts. So let us know. But Moving on to the final topic of the first half, um, we're going to talk about high school football this time. This is probably the greatest finesse story of the year, definitely. I'll let Malcolm tell it because he's just such a great storyteller. All right, so basically, everyone knows, you know, if you're a top high school team, you're always going to be on ESPN. So... Basically, from what I gathered, is this school basically 
finesse their way in by saying, look, we got all these D1 uh, talent, you know, prospects, you know, they're getting tons of offers. Uh, we're, we're one of the best schools in the state of Ohio. Like you guys need to put us on TV. And ESPN was like, okay, all right, you guys, you know, no, no brainer. You know, we'll definitely set it up for you guys to play another top premier high school football team. So they went to, they played against IMG Academy in Florida. One of the best high schools in, in the country, always in the top 25 in the nation and got the bricks beat off the ass. So it was like, after a while, it was like as the game kept, you know, transpiring and, you know, they were getting beat so badly, kind of raised questions on, you know, who the hell is the school and why the hell do they have all these top premier athletes but just getting destroyed. I mean, everyone that would, in football, you can always have a bad game. But the way that I was watching some of the little highlights that they played on ESPN, and they were horrible, <laughs> horrible. Me and you, Tim, and like eight other people could be drunk as hell playing football and still play better than these cats. Like it was, it was horrible. So then you know they start doing the research and come to find out that no one can find any record of any of these top prospects having all these um these uh requests the story is just so crazy it is like no one can find any of these um commits or these offers from all these big schools and then they come to find out like they played like two days before two or three days before they played the game against img academy um there's a rumor. I don't know how true it is, but they were grown ass men. They weren't even high schoolers. They were like some grown ass <laughs> men. And then uh, to come find out, like the school itself is, from what I've read, is an online school. It's an online charter school. So it was like, how they like? Oh my goodness! It made, I just like imagining like grown ass men lining up, like trying to pretend to be high schoolers. Yeah. Like. So. And still getting the ass boxed by fucking. The biggest thing of it all is, it's like ESPN got pretty much got embarrassed because they decided to put this school on. I mean, they didn't do their research and to see like who the hell this school was. And, but it was the biggest finesse of all time. Um, I would do the same because I mean, fuck it. You're going to get some exposure. (laughs) You're going to be on ESPN. Um, Yeah. But if you're going to do that, you better have a, a better outcome than that. I mean, getting destroyed by 50 points, you can't even punt a football yeah, or anything like that. Zero. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> My thing is, like, what the fuck was ESPN doing? Like, first of all, okay, ESPN televises all top-tier high school sports, right? Exactly. I don't know. Like, all-American high school basketball, all that's ESPN, right? Every Everything. So you know they got, like, I know there's tons of high schools out there, but you know the top high schools. Like, there's only a few top-tier high schools where these top-tier prospects, you know, these D1 prospects are playing at. Like, we know the schools that they play at. 
No, on, so the, you're, on the contrary, though, because there are some of these, like, newly built schools that, like, you know, like, Deion Sanders had a, a school that he built up, you know, and, like, all these top projects. Okay, and even if you don't, like, you could go do your research on a school, like, what was their record? Who's on the team? Like, stuff like that, and, like, be like, okay, this player? Okay, let me see who this is, you know? Like, you, it, we live in a very social media age. There's no secrets really out there anymore, right? This isn't the 1990s where you'd be like, we got a 6'5", 250-pound guy, and then you show up, and you're like, who the fuck are these guys? These look like grown men. You know, like, you can see most high school games on TV, on YouTube. You can find pretty much every high school uh, player's highlights on YouTube that, you know, is, is worthwhile, at least. But, so, you're ESPN. You're a billion dollar industry you're owned by disney you have unlimited money and resources you can find and do anything you let some bum ass charter school finesse you for live television like, this makes no sense the worst part of it all is they went zero and eight last year too <laughs> so like it's just like i'm sorry i just like, laughed the whole time you were talking but it's just like i can't even believe like whoever said yes to that it had to get fired like they had to get fired because oh, yeah. like there's no way, bro. Like this team was terrible. 50, they lost fifty eight to zero. Do you know how horrible that is? Like like I, I, I said, I've there are some ahead, teams out there that you know do have some bad games, but most of the time they'd be uh, like bro, seventeen bro, okay. to so thirty five. High school 42. football for me, you know, like we we were one of the best. I went to Willing Hills High School. You know, if y'all don't know about Woodland Hills High School. It's one of the best schools to go football. We had put a lot of uh, NFL players in in from Woodland Hills. So, like, it's a good school, right? And we've crushed. I've seen us crush people, like, 42-0, you know. But these are, like, little like, – you know these schools ain't going to be good. Like, they have big attendance, but they don't have this, you know. Rob Gronkowski went to my high school, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you're not going to – play you know like deer lakes high school and and be like they're gonna be good no they're not gonna be good but you know that like you know that and i was just saying like if i at 14 could be like never heard of these guys they probably suck (laughs) you know like and and then at 20 i'm 20 years old seven years later or eight years later i'm walt disney and i have billions of dollars I'm, i'm gonna do my research like i just don't understand like how they let this and then it's an online school. Online training. It just doesn't make it right. It just doesn't make any sense. Like it just they had to be high or something. Like drugged up. There's like it's just crazy. And then like, but the coach though, the coach of that academy, legendary. Get that man a business. Get that man a job. Somebody hire that man. He's the finesse king. He could sell you a pencil. He could sell you a pencil. If he could sell that garbage school to get on ESPN, get on live television, and stink it up and embarrass themselves hey if i'm that charter school i'm signing him to a 10-year 50 million dollar deal i'm keeping his ass around because he clearly knows what he's doing it's just crazy it's absolutely crazy but it's absolutely hilarious so it's one of those stories where it's like it's just unbelievable like i just would never expect that to happen but it happened so and i'm glad it happened honestly i am that that brought joy made my, my week. Heart. 
made my way. Yeah, it did. It did. Me too. But that's the first half. We want Jesus an hour. Uh, but we're going to take a break and we're going to come back and review Donda. And then that will be it for this episode. So we will be right back. All right, y'all. We are back. And we got the final segment of today's episode. Our review of Donda. The Kanye West long anticipated album. So disclaimer. We both, me and him, are both Kanye fans. Um, long time Kanye fans. So this is this is going to be a, a heartfelt opinion. Now, for me, I do not compare old Kanye to new Kanye. I feel like that is a fault of people nowadays. They want to compare artists, what they used to make, to what they make now. Now, I understand why you could do that, why people do that. But let me let y'all understand that just like a human being, everybody changes over time. And so does music, right? The, the vibes, the artistry, the beats, the type of beats, you know, all that stuff evolves. And so Kanye has evolved, even though some people, you know, think he's in the sunken place and whatever, he'd be on them drugs and stuff, whatever. Uh, he's evolved and he's become a different person. And so is in in turn, his music has too. So you always have to keep that in mind when Kanye drops something. You know, like music is just a representation of people's lives and what they've gone through. So these next four years may be very relatable to a lot of people. And then he drops something and you're like, what the fuck is this? Well, that's just what was going on in Kanye's life at that time. And you might not be able to understand where he's coming from, but that doesn't make his music bad. So that's just that's just a disclaimer going forward. But I think I'll go first yeah. on on my review of Donda. So, start as I said, longtime Kanye fan. Not comparing his stuff to his old stuff, but honestly, I'm very disappointed. Um, there is a lot of to me filler tracks on this album that just don't um have a lot of purpose. Didn't seem like it. Just felt like. When he sat down and was like, I'm going to make this album, he just got way too over his head. Like, the album's 26 tracks, but a couple of them are verses that didn't make the cut. Now, I know Kanye explained that he was having trouble clearing some stuff, but, you know, like, that just to me sounds like your album wasn't done. And I, I feel like Kanye has this trend of... And this goes back to like his last two or three albums. He releases like these products that aren't done. Um, you know, you'll get like Life of Pablo, for instance, one of his best albums by far. But excuse me, he, there's like three different versions of that album. Um, if you if you listen to Life of Pablo, like when it very first came out, now there's only one version, but. If you have a, if you had like a downloaded version of Life of Pablo, like the very first week, it's complete, almost completely different than the version that you can like pull up on iTunes. Like the tracks, some of the verses that appear, it's a lot different. And so that just to me is just Kanye trying to be like, you know, fuck it, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it out, bro. If your music's not done, don't put it out. That's just me. Like I'd rather wait for something and it be done than give me something and then be like four days and send out, you know, like four patches or be like, I had to drop this song part two. And there's a lot of that. There's 
jail part two okay okay part two you know and uh i'm like why um the features the features man absolutely trash i don't know where kanye like some of those people i didn't even know who the fuck they were not even gonna lie there's a few tracks i was like who is this like i had to literally like go google the song and be like who is this um there were a few features that were decent though. The Jay Z on Jail, I thought that one was pretty good. Travis Scott on uh, "The Lord Breathes," is that the name of the song? Praise, praise. Uh, hold on, let me let me uh, pull up the track list before I sign. I don't say. Oh, God breathed. That had uh, oh no, praise God, praise God, praise God had Travis Scott. I thought that one was pretty good. Okay, okay is pretty decent. Um. Jail is good. I like that song. Off the Grid was pretty decent as well. Um, but other than that, like Jonah, not that good. Juna, not that good. Believe what I say, 24, Remote Control, Moon, Heaven or Hell. Like, I just feel like like a lot of that's filler, man. I just feel like the beats aren't good. The beats don't sound like Kanye on some of those. Um, the, the features. Now, I will say lyrically, for Kanye not swearing on any track, um, I thought his bars were pretty good. Um, I thought these were some of his best bars he's had in a while. Um, and it's, it's, I will say it's interesting to see the evolution of Kanye as not making quote unquote secular music anymore, but still being able to rap on that level and give you a still like a modern day world feel. And I, I think that's very impressive actually from him because I feel like today in the rap industry, it's just a lot of sex, drugs. That's all they talk about, sex, drugs, and money. You know, like, I just bought this. I just spent a bag on this. I just fucked your bitch, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's always, always. Gucci flip-flops. Yeah, you know, like, it's, it's always that. It's never anything else. So I actually commend Kanye on that. But I just expected more from Donda, especially with him hyping it up, kind of like, with, against Drake and Certified Lover Boy, and then you're going on this tour, listening party thing, filling out stadiums and arenas, and then you drop something that's not that great. Like you put a lot of pressure, and I think I also think Kanye put a lot of pressure on himself too. When you're going and promoting your album like that, like what are people gonna expect? Heat, fire. I feel like when you just release something, like here, I have my album. Here you go. Much better result. There's not a lot of pressure. There's not a lot of, I mean, like Kanye's on the level now, though, where like he always going to have pressure. But I feel like he put way more pressure on himself doing doing his like lives, um, listening parties. And yeah, but overall, out of a scale of one to 10, I'm giving the album a five. Uh, I think it's just it's average. It's not terrible. It's not like Yeezus bad, but it's not great. I would say it's his second worst album, probably mm. of all time. Um, but yeah, that's where I'm going. So mm. I'll, I'll pass it on to you. Mm. Well, some bold statements right there. I thought it was good. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a hell of an album. Uh, yeah, you didn't know too many people on the features. Um, I, if 
if I could get this album with some key features, like if you could put some Cole on there, some Kendrick Lamar, maybe even the Migos or a future, I would have been a little bit like, oh shit. But you didn't. I mean, you put some some rappers that I mean, so some people like. I mean, that was cool. You put Pop Smoke on there. Um, some little no namers that nobody knows. That's I mean, that was cool. But so some of those lyricists and some of the messages that you were spitting, I think that if you would have put at least Cole or Kendrick on one of those, that would have been fire. Um, I was happy to hear Jay on Jail. I, I think they he needed. I don't think he, he needed, needed that. that, but I think that that's that was a significant sign that you know everything is good between him and Jay, because I think that as much as people don't play too much of attention to it, I think that dysfunction between him and Jay really set him back mentally a lot because you know that's like his big brother so like them two not talking and you know not hanging out and shit like that i think significant that's that took a toll on him i know if one of my if you or my brother or you know tim or somebody like it did a 180 like that it, it would take a toll just because of how close you know you are with that person um my man made twelve million dollars on just listening and merchandise and shit like that. I mean, that's a game changer, man. I don't care what you say. Like, yeah, he put pressure on himself, but no one. I put it this way: it is extremely hard for someone just to blow out an album. I mean, the only albums that I can honestly say, there's probably like three albums that I can honestly say just like from track to track is just fire. And that's to Pimp a Butterfly, Damn, and Forest Hill Drive. Like those, those, those are only three albums that I I know that for track to track you could just be like, damn. Like I I I play one song a damn, and then I listen to the whole album. Like I literally go to the whole album and hit play. Did you recognize? Yeah. So it's like you have to like you you're not going to. to it's very hard to have an album like that. In my personal opinion, but since he did it, that since he had that album, I think this was a mixture between 808 and Heartbreaks and Life of Pablo. Like he gave you the he gave you the uh, he gave you that gospel isness that he likes to do, and then he gave you some of that. I it, like if it, it felt like a an 808 in Heartbreaks type album. I'm not, it's not 808 to Heartbreaks because that's, to me, that's the best album Kanye has ever made. This is me personally. Life of Pablo is number two. I'm not saying that they're, it is as good as both of those together. I'm just saying it sounded like a mixture between that. And you got to think about it 808 to Heartbreaks. That was, I think, right before or right as his mom died. Um, and then Life of Pablo, I mean, that's his new transition. He's all into gospel and, and all that. So uh, Believe What I Say, I think is a good album, a good track. Jail was a good track. Praise is okay. Jail, I'm not going to lie. Jail's my shit, though. 24? I've, I've had Jail on, on repeat. My top three, and people are probably going to look at me like, what the fuck, is uh, 
remote control. I look like I don't know what it is, but remote control would be like I'd be like, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> um Heaven and Hell, he had the best verse on there where he was like um where he's talking about the devil's lies and then he was like uh I can't remember the exact quote. So I'm gonna butcher it. But to me it, it like I was listening to it. I was like, okay, Kanye, I hear you like trying to go out. Like, and then, um, no child left behind. That was a good one. Uh, like they were actually like, you're going to disagree with me, but uh, to be 100% honest, I like Donda more than I liked J Cole's latest album. Hmm. Wow. You like Donda more than Yee? His last album? No, I'm talking about. Uh, I know. I'm just. I'm Jay just Cole. asking. Um, I know. I'm asking. Do you, do you like Donda more than Yee? I wasn't that big of a Yee fan. Like it was. They had some good tracks, but. What about uh, the Kid Cudi collab? Uh, Kid see Ghost. See Ghost. Yeah. I I, I kind of saw that as an EP more than an actual album, but that one it was better than Kid see Ghost. Even though kids see ghosts sometimes. That one was really hard. I don't know. Ye is actually one of my favorite Kanye albums. So So for me it goes um eight oh eight heartbreaks. I don't maybe I just have a sentimental uh it's sentimental to me, I don't know why, but eight oh eight heartbreaks is good, but I don't think it's better than graduation. So I think graduation is the best Kanye album. There's a lot of songs on graduation that I just I don't really so my order is what? 808, Heartbreaks, Life of Pablo. Then I would go graduation, college dropout, and then my Dark Twisted Fantasy. Those are my top five Kanye's. But Mine definitely go graduation, uh, Life of Pablo, Yee, and then um, I'd probably say college dropout. I think people really sleep on the master free of college dropout as well. No, I know college dropout was a good album, but yeah, but graduations, Kanye's he, that was his peak. Kenneth P peak. Every song on graduation is good. See, I disagree. I don't think. Oh no, my! There's God, a lot bro. of great and those songs. skits, the skits in in graduation, man, are, are legendary. Well, that broke five broke. Agree to disagree, <laughs> but. I thought it was Kanye. A, you sleeping in my classroom, Kanye? I thought it was a good. Uh, Wake up, Mr. West. I think it was a good album, in my personal opinion. And I'm know, not, just, I'm not a very hype type person, but I'm I not liked, saying. Uh, I like Sunday Service more than I like Donda. <laughs> I just, I couldn't. There was, I just couldn't. Now I will say, into some of those tracks, track to track, track for track, it wasn't as that. The 27 tracks is a lot of tracks, first of all. And a lot of them are like two minutes. But there was a lot, there was a handful of bangers in there where you just like... And then the the Jail Part 2, I do agree with you. I don't think they should have did Jail Point 2. What I think they should have did, or what they should do, is just add the babies, the babies. to after, right after... Uh, Jay-Z. Well, he was saying Kanye was saying he, the reason why he did that was because like it wouldn't clear. Like that was the jail was supposed to be Jay Z, the baby, and uh, Kanye all on just one. But he was saying the baby's verse wasn't clearing no. for some reason. Well, hopefully, so that's why those like the part twos, those are all the verses that didn't clear until after 
the album and then they had to make those their own tracks. Well, because Kanye didn't want to release the songs without them on there. But he did supposedly make a song with Soldier. You saw the Soldier Boy stuff. Big Draco out here flipping out, you know what I'm saying? Want a box and shit now. But I think if they if they do like they did Life of Pablo and they emerge those two together, then you got you got some solid tracks. Like if you could t- so what if there's like five or six part twos, if you can emerge those and make and so it's twenty one tracks. And I'll, like twenty. There's a good yeah. sk- there's like a good like five or six skits in there. The the Donda Donda. Donda. And then yeah. the mom, you know, or the little skits of yeah. the mom talking or whatever. Uh, so that's what you cut that down. That's a let. That's like what fifteen, but six, six, and probably could get like about. There's probably only eight. like actually like fifteen tracks. Yeah, everything else is either skits or part twos. So I'm saying if you emerge those part twos and then take out the skits, it, it's a pretty decent album, bro. I don't know, man. Is it all like, time great? No. 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 Will no. Certified Lover Boy be better? I don't know. Highly. I can't even say. Because I don't I don't know. Drake's last album was Yeah. It was alright. If he tries to do this whole reggae shit again, uh, I don't know, man. I mean, there are gonna be some bangers where you build like you know, you just put on Yeah, Drake always has bangers. But he always has he always has that like two or three songs that got Heavy bars with like a deep beat, you know, like like do not disturb or um what's that Western Road flows, you know, like songs like that. And then he'll have like two radio hits, and then he'll have like and then sometimes he'll just have a bunch of like random songs that just go hard, like you know, like Ratchet Happy Birthday from his last album. I love that song. Mine's Passion Fruit. I just can't get enough mm-hmm. passion. That's a good song. I mean, is it, and that's what I'm saying. When we were talking about the Drake Kanye, I'm just like, man, Drake just has, he always has some songs, man, that just be like, they just touch your soul. I guess so does Kanye, but I just feel like Drake just has more. Like, Drake really is known to just have, like, a random one song. Like, and see, the thing is, like, Kanye's just albums. He doesn't really release a whole lot of, like, random one-off tracks. But Drake will just drop a song tomorrow. And that shit will be banging on the radio. And then it won't even be on the album. You know what I'm saying? Like Lemon Pepper Freestyle is an album worthy song. Right? You know he's gonna add it. He'll add it. He'll add it. But I mean he probably won't though. He probably won't. He's done that before. Like Girls Love Beyonce, that was not on any album. Yeah, that that was on a mixtape though. Girls Love Beyonce was on. I mean, it was on the uh thing that he created after the uh, I'm telling you, it was on a mixtape. It was like one of those uh Radio type mixtape. Oh, I would have to, I would have to go through it because it was on, you know, no Drake official mixtape made like a Dat Piff. Yeah, like, but it was, it wasn't part. Yeah, that's just somebody, something somebody makes though. That's not a Drake official. There's mixtape. a lot of those. There's a lot of J Cole ones too. Nah, but I don't know. Donda just it didn't do it for me. It wasn't bad, but it just didn't do it for me. I would give it the. A seven. I wouldn't go give it a five. Giving it a seven? Nah. I think seven would be like ye. Ye ye is probably a seven. I don't think like people sleep on the ye album. There was no bad songs on the ye album at all. I might have to re-download it then because I don't know what the violent crimes. 
Um, there was a lot of good songs. That one song with Party Next Door. There's a lot of good songs on that. On that, I mean, it was short. It was only like eight tracks, but I'm gonna have to re-download it and listen to. Yeah, you're gonna have to listen. Listen to Ye again, man. It's, that that has some tracks. But Donda, I mean, was it Donda? Yeah. Was it? I will say this. Was it as good as it was anticipated? Probably not. But is it a bad album to where it's a five? Five? Five is just like like five is just average. You know, like right in the middle, like yeah. But these, uh, those five, what one, two, three, like four or five songs, like bro, I'd be in the room and I would just be like, I would just be washing my hands, and then next thing you know, I'd just be like singing a uh, Kanye song, and then I'd be like, oh shit, I gotta play this song, and then I'd play one song, and I'd be like, oh, I gotta. Play. I mean, like I said, like there are a few like off grid. I like off the grid. I love jail, man. That's my shit. I really, that's my shit. Like, I sing jail. What's the one the with the uh, Lauren Hill? Uh, oh, um, is that, um, is that what uh, I, I believe? What I say? Yeah, uh, yeah. That one was. That one's that one's straight too. That one's straight. Boy, I at first he start. Uh, yeah, because it's like. Oh, it's a it? sample. It's a sample of a doo wop. Yeah, boy. Yeah. That shit fire. Even though it's only like two minutes and twenty seconds, I'd be like, I'd be putting that bitch on repeat. Yeah, that one's straight. But I don't know, man. Like, if every track like had jail vibes, this album be fire. Because I think people sleep on that song. Like that song is hard. No, jail is good. Uh, And remote control, I think, is a good one too. Like that one's catchy. <laughs> like it is, it's just, that one just goes hard to me. But I don't know. It, it's, it's, it was okay. It just was okay. That's really all I can give it. Okay, it wasn't trash, but it wasn't good. But what are y'all thinking about coming out though? Yeah, on Friday. So we'll see. We'll see what Drake drops. But maybe we'll, we'll do an M do M Def review of Certified Lover Boy next week. Then you know, continue. It's kind of crazy that. You know, we're having the Drake Kanye debate, and then Drake Kanye drops his album, and Drake dropping his. That's not crazy because they did Drake did that on purpose. But uh, guarantee it won't go. It won't be as high as uh, Kanye's first. We'll see. There's a lot of negative press on Donda. I'm like when I scroll down my Facebook, I just see hella people just saying they don't like the album. But there's a lot of people just don't like new Kanye at all. So it's kind of hard. It's hard to tell if someone just doesn't. Yeah, like but you got a lot of where they just don't like con- new Kanye. Period. You got a lot of people because he has a lot of gospel in there, so you know a lot of people in the South. Yeah, it's like I love. How gospel music. dare you yeah. use gospel music to promote your trash? I love gospel music, so I, I love when they put Kanye does that. I love when Chance does it. Chance is I the just, best at it. Like, yeah. Yeah, Chance is the best at it. Though I was kind of disappointed on his last album. Which the one? Big Picture. The, the Big Yeah, Day. that one was. That wasn't that one. The was only best, the one is Fire is Rue and. Um, we Go High. No, Rue and. Rue is good too. We Go High is good. Uh, handsome is good. Handsome Baby, is I look good. good. I look handsome. Um. Big what is it? Big fish. Big fish, yes. With, with with Gucci Man. Which one? Hold on. Big fish is decent. 
Sun come down. That one was fire one. I love sun. When I the sun comes down. Yeah. Um, but all right, y'all. We'll, we'll let y'all. We'll, we'll press on. But that's episode eight. Once again, we went a little bit long, but we appreciate y'all listening. We appreciate all the views too. We, we're noticing the view count going up. So thank y'all for the love. Um, yes. If you are enjoying us, yes. please continue to share, like, uh, comment, subscribe, uh, all that jazz on YouTube. Listen to this on Anchor or Spotify or Anchor Beaker Pocket Cast. Man, we appreciate y'all. Continue to share. Continue to keep listening. We'll continue to keep making content as long as people keep listening. Mm-hmm. So that being said, we are out. Y'all have a safe Labor Day weekend. Please don't drink and drive. Make it home safely so that we can have all our listeners back again next week. Positive mindsets make positive outcomes. This is the Forever Rich Podcast. Deuces. We out, y'all.